0: Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chase of Report.
1: Hello and welcome to The Chase of Report for Friday the 17th of December. I'm Charles Firth and joining me this afternoon... Is Sammy shot? Sammy, where are the,
0: the last two left. This is so bizarre. How did we make it all the way to the end of 2021 yeah, without? And how come it's either... us?
1: Like I, th- I would have thought that we're not the most robust
0: people. Surely the young people would have <laughs> stuck around, and we would have died by now. Well, or they would have killed you, which is where I had my money. I've, I've seen how Gabby looks at everyone. I know that there's some murderous tendencies in there.
1: Well, actually, we saw Gabby's first ever solo show last night.
0: I saw on Twitter and the reviews seem to basically be that Gabby has, even though we had very high expectations, has outdone all of them and that this is probably one of the best shows of the year, if not the best show of the year.
1: Well, Cam basically went, that that is not only the best first show I've ever seen, that is the best show I've ever seen. (laughs) And he worked at a comedy venue. He worked at a comedy venue for years. (laughs) Like, it was literally like... Right, so why is this performing in front of 27 people when it really should be playing to packed stadiums? Like, like it was just because it was everywhere, like, it was not only amazingly good comedy songs, all original. But also mm-hmm. incredibly funny banter between each. I mean, I know I shouldn't sound surprised. Like we know Gabby is talented, but yes, it's like exactly you fuckwit. How <laughs> how much more to? And it was sort of like okay, and it, like even Hafiz is like okay. Well, you know, presume at some point Gabby's gonna just like we're just gonna be the footnote. Where it's yeah, sort of yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah Guess what I once uh, I once actually worked With Gabby Bolt And I go, really? <laughs> people were like No really? of course no. not Something ridiculous yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Well I mean It's look It's also one of those things Where um, It's scary Because I remember What 15 years ago Or something When my first show I had done in Pakistan And it was a success And I've basically Been chasing that high Ever since mm. Luckily Gabby's got The talent and skill To make sure That this first show Is just the first Of a level That she just keeps One upping Yeah, Because the alternative is that you just basically never live up to that standard and I don't think Abby's going to suffer from that the thing is you know 27 people saw it that's just how it starts she's going to come to Melbourne she's going to do the Melbourne Comedy Festival she's going to do the Sydney Comedy Festivals yes. and by the end of 2022 we, will, we yes. will all be putting, yeah. has worked with Gabby Bolt well, on our uh, posters.
1: We will all be borrowing money from her. That's my <laughs> well, yeah, <hope>. that's,
0: a, <laughs> that's already part of my plan. That's yeah. my backup plan. So, yes. No, that's excellent. I'm so excited. I'm so excited.
1: So, unfortunately, we do have to go to a break before we actually start talking about mm. whatever we're going to talk about. Uh, but we'll be back right after this.
0: The Chaser Report, news you know you can't trust.
1: So, Sammy, what are we going to talk about today?
0: Well, uh, there's a couple of things. One is I've been taking time to take stock of 2021 and kind of looking back on the year that was mm. and the lessons that it has imparted us. But I also feel before I do that, I do want to tell you that I, for the purposes of my own podcast, um, uh, News Weekly, it's a new satire podcast so I do, I ended up doing a deep dive into Alan Jones's new um, live streamed oh, YouTube show wow. and I watched four episodes oh. uh, the Monday the Tuesday the Wednesday and Thursday and they're all two hours each and oh. I watched them entirely
1: Tammy, are Um, are you all right? Are you okay? I
0: feel like a war correspondent. I feel like someone who's spent time in the front lines, in the trenches, being Mm. shot at, seeing the worst that humanity has to offer, (laughs) and has come back now to tell the harrowing tale. And this, by the way, on the back of last week, when I had to do a deep dive into Alex Jones, the American Alan Jones, Mm. um, and his podcast and live stream and everything as well for the purposes of journalism. So... I'm really putting in the hours here. It is a remarkable show because he keeps referring to his show, Alan Jones does, as the first of its kind. It's just a YouTube show. <laughs> it's it's just a man talking to the camera on YouTube. And for some reason, he keeps insisting it is the first of its kind in Australia.
1: But has, has it ever been done by an 80-year-old fuckwit before? Because maybe that's what he means.
0: You know what? Even that, I... Even that I don't. I don't even think it's the first of its kind done by an eight year old fuckwit named Alan Jones in Australia. Probably. <laughs> There's so much YouTube content out there. But what's remarkable about it is even though the fact that the numbers that you can see of people watching it in live stream and after the fact as well are mm. lower than my podcast, and oh my, my podcast God. is not oh, a measure yeah. of success that by is. any measure at yeah, all, definitely. by any metric. Um thanks for your confirmation there, Charles <laughs> but um it is so low and yet he gets on in the f- second episode he had Mark Latham he has had Pauline Hanson he yeah. has had Matt Canavan who at one point he said, "Wouldn't you like him to be the next prime minister of Australia?" Mm-hmm. And he has had Tanya Plibersek. So, but uh, uh,
1: just uh, I think we might be seeing why his
0: numbers are so low. Like that, that list, <laughs> except maybe Tanya.
1: Why was Tanya on there? What
0: was? Not only was she on there, but they clearly have a great deal of respect for each other because Tanya was was just after he was done. Even his commentators, all both his viewers, were in the comment section going, "Why the hell was she on here?" And he. Had Addresses it he goes look you gotta have voices from all sides isn't she remarkable she's so graceful she's so eloquent they clearly have a mutual appreciation society. Right. So, yeah. 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 That's... But it's it's the greatest hits. It's climate change is a hoax. Um, he complains about, uh, you know, COVID lockdown stuff. He complains about vaccine mandates. He also then complains about a bus in, in Sydney that's been rerouted. And he complains about the ferries, not uh, the manly ferries, not having windows that open. So it's well, very much old man yells at cloud energy.
1: So, but, I mean, I don't think that there's many YouTubers who who complain about the change in Sydney bus routes. So in that way, it is
0: the first of (laughs) its kind. Yes. yeah, (laughs) Very true. Very, very true. But basically, yes, Alan Jones is now the friendly Geordies of the aged care facilities is basically his next career.
1: And my question is, is he trying to seek an international audience? Because after the first show, John Delmenico sort of reported back and he had mm-hmm. a whole thing on american politics or something yes yes is that is that part of his shtick? is it is he try, or is he clearly is he going for the sydney bus route audience i, I don't quite understand who does he want
0: to view him so the first episode he did focus entirely largely on american politics he hasn't done that since then and it seems more australia focused now i think he's figuring it out you know like yeah yeah, you've done you've done broadcasting you know when you you take the first few episodes to figure out your voice and identity and at the age of 80 after something like 80 years of broadcasting behind him Mm. where he basically started broadcasting at birth he's now figuring out his new voice and yes um, yes. he keeps the best part is he keeps telling throughout the episodes, he keeps telling the audience how easy it is to watch and how they can go on YouTube and they can click this button, click that. He knows his audience. Mm. They are too old to know how to work this technology. Yes. If he keeps saying it's easy, they might start believing it's easy. And then, of course, the live stream went dead for two hours. So yeah, maybe yeah. not that easy.
1: Because I must say, like, I wouldn't trust anyone that I know over about the age of 60 to be able to like literally watch a YouTube video yes but it just yes. doesn't happen
0: Nah, yeah. absolutely so, so
1: probably well, uh, what the numbers that he's getting is probably entirely just satirists looking for some good material
0: <laughs> basically i mean <laughs> yeah. I, sp- I know it's me yeah. it's probably someone from your office it's yeah, you probably it's said dan I- dan elic really. is probably doing it charlie yeah. pickering's probably got someone on his team doing it and that's basically it <laughs> yeah that's it oh well. <laughs> yeah yeah we should all say hi to each other in the comments forum. Um, all right, so that's basically been where my deep dive has been going. But okay. the thing I've been thinking about is 2021. And I was really trying to um, figure out where I sit on this year. Oh, yeah. And what kind of, you know, every year, like, especially when you write these columns and stuff, you always have these columns where the people. Well, you've
1: been writing a column for the shot, haven't you?
0: That's right. Indeed. That's why I started doing this research into, you know, the year that was. And one of the things that's a mainstay of these columns is uh, you go through a list of all the major things that happened and you try to draw a theme, a a through line through them that shows that, okay, this is the thing that happened to Australia. Hmm. And I was thinking on January 1st, we had a moment that we've all forgotten now where our national anthem changed. It went from we are young and free to Mm. we are one and free. I don't mm. know if you even remember that. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. It's the first time the the national anthem's changed since 1984, and and it was a minor change, one word change. But it couldn't have been at a more particular year when the question of our oneness as Australia was brought into yes. debate. You know, yes. uh, are we one country or are we several different states that don't like each other? Are we one country or are we the politicians and the and the citizenry? Are we one country or are we the rich and the poor? Are we one country or are we the people who believe in CRT and the people who don't believe in CRT? All of these things come into question this year, particularly. It's it's ironic that we are we say we're one in the year that we really really questioned our yeah. oneness. But you, but this
1: year is the year that you started liking Queensland,
0: and so therein lies my conundrum because yes. I love being cynical. You love me. But this is our stock and trade. You can't be an optimistic, hopeful satirist, right? Mm. Cynicism is our lifeblood. And so it's easy for me to be cynical and say, look at this. We are we are a country of vaxxers and anti-vaxxers. We are a country of, uh, you know, Queenslanders and Victorians and New South Walesians or Welshians or whatever you call them and et cetera, et cetera. Mm. Or... We are a country which did pull together once the vaccines did arrive and have one of the highest vax rates, you know, fastest growing vaccination rates in the world and possibly one of the highest at this point. Um, We are a country that even though we didn't have the good systems in place to make sure we all had money, even though we had systems in place that we'd make sure a lot of people in New South Wales, for example, Sydney's lockdown, LGAs, there were people who were poor and, and starving and there were people who were rich and living on Bondi and having Instagram photos. We had all these things. We had people helping each other out. We did have, you know, GoFundMe's, and we had people donating money and food and charity organisations, charity drives, and we've had outpourings of grief when there was suffering, and outpourings of support when Peter Dutton decided to sue someone, and outpourings of, um, of of caring when you would think that we would be more divided than ever before. We've got anti-vaxxers, but they're a minute enough population that even though they have mm. a protest in Melbourne every week we still have over 90% of the population double vaxxed, you know, so maybe, maybe, and this is me being a little bit hopeful, just mm. before we are pulled apart by division in the lead up to the next federal election, this might be a good time to pause and say, we are more of a one country than we give credit to ourselves sometimes. And, mm. uh, and of course, at the federal election will pull us all apart, we will hate each other again. But it's a moment to reflect and be grateful as opposed to I don't know. Maybe I'm having a Christmas spirit more. Well,
1: I, look, I don't know whether I agree with it, Timmy. Because I, <laughs> I think I think we all came together to not like Western Australia, and Western Australia came together as themselves to agree that they don't like us,
0: which I think is fair. Completely. Yeah, and I, think, Both I sides. Sort of think
1: I think if that's the case, yeah, I think we are all united in thinking that Western Australians <laughs> are fuckwits. And then I think
0: you're right, but I don't know. I don't know. I yeah, see, I can see you struggling with your own innate cynicism right yeah, now. Yeah. Because I do. And I and, and I was thinking, I wrote my whole column and I was like, we're all shit. We're all going to burn. It. It's all mm-hmm. going to go to hell. The politicians are corrupt. We all hate each other. And, uh, you know, never the You know what it and,
1: is? Mm. Scott Morrison has united us against him. Everyone I in the t- world, everyone in Australia thinks he's a wanker. Exactly. A- and we've and, all
0: come together. And gone, yeah, he is. He, he. There's two things I've discovered that for some reason unite us. One is a loathing of Scott Morrison. Mm, yes. And the other is is support for Julian Assange, where you will find people across the political divides in Australia somehow coming together for Julian Assange. Julian Assange is the spirit of Christmas and Scott Morrison... Is the, the wreath that holds us all together Or at least waiting him is We have these weird things that bring us together But I just want to take this moment to go You know what, maybe we're not as Divided as we think we are
1: Well that is a, that's a horrible thought Depressing thought, thought <laughs> <Sammy. Yeah>.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wow Nice Yeah The Chaser
0: Report. Less news, less often. <laughs> I feel like I finally uh, broke you with optimism yeah, of all yeah, the things it's... I have to bring. Because <laughs> that means
1: that I'm supposed to like people from the northern beaches of Sydney and stuff like that. And
0: I'm open and... now to the idea of liking people from Queensland. And so yeah, you know, oh. th- this is... This is who I am. Um, Look, I'm in in that phase of my life. It's that thing when you've got nothing left to live for, you start finding things that make your life worth living. And so I find, yes, I'm in the kumbaya stage. (laughs) You
1: sort of, it's that whole Buddhist thing where you don't actually want to change anything because you've learned to live with all the misery that life is. Exactly. There's
0: a a Buddhist style of meditation, right? Which is very popular in Tibetan monks, where basically, you meditate on a flower for days, for days. And in that flower, you see its beauty and its imperfections. And then you meditate on and this is I've read this, I don't know if anyone actually does it on dog poo for days. And in the dog poo, you see yes. its imperfections and
1: its, its beauties. Its Yes. Right.
0: And so maybe when you meditate on Matt Canavan and you meditate on you and me, you can see the imperfections of Matt Canavan, but also there's a beauty within that cold smudged weirdo. And then obviously you and I just pure beautiful. So mm. I don't know what the imperfections would be like. Or well, whether
1: yeah. just the flowers. Yeah, Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I like that's her. it. I like how out of everything I've ever said on this show, this is the one you struggled with the most. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also,
1: you don't want to leave people with a happy thought going into Christmas.
0: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's not going
1: to... Oh, yeah, well, I mean, they've got family Christmases to look forward to. They're going to be miserable. We We don't want to... Like, you're just going to... Destroy their whole mood if, if they're That's very all true. optimistic.
0: That's very, mm. very true. I don't, you don't want to give them false promises. Here's what I can do. I can fuck up Christmas for everyone with the one little thing. So I was asked by Comedy Republic here in Melbourne uh, to do, write a nativity story for a Christmas pageant. I don't know anything about nativity. I had to Google nativity story and mm. nativity play and watch them on YouTube to learn the story. And in my research, I discovered something that there are many parts of the church and historians and such. Who believe that there's a very distinct possibility that Mary, at the time of conception, uh, was 12, and Joseph, when he was betrothed to Mary, was 90. So, carry that with you. <laughs> yes. So, you know, here's it. If you if you worried that I made Christmas dinner, Christmas lunch, not awkward enough, bring that up <laughs> just before the crackers are pulled and see what chaos ensues. My gift <laughs> to you. <laughs> what are you
1: doing for Christmas Day?
0: Um. So, my, uh, Christmas Day, my partner is going to New South Wales, so to be with her family, and my daughter is going to her mother because, of course, uh, you know, I'm I'm a man of multiple <laughs> uh, tragedies. Um, so to have Christmas with her mom I'll go have Christmas breakfast with them. But then, this is my plan. Everyone thinks it's lonely and sad, but I think it's fucking awesome. I'm going to go to the cinema. I'm going to watch three movies back to back, and I'm going to have a giant Chinese dinner. Look. I see you raising your eyebrows, but it sounds amazing to me. I don't know why people keep judging this. <laughs> no, no, that's, that's, that's...
1: You do you. You do you.
0: I'm an immigrant. I don't have family in Australia. I'm, what am I'm I supposed sad. to do?
1: <laughs> you should come up to Sydney. We'll host you.
0: Actually,
1: yeah, no, yeah, you're no, we'll be away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no. you have
0: Omicron. Yeah, 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 I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: fuck, yeah. We're going well, to... Actually, what are we talking about? There's not going to be Christmas anyway.
0: We're all going to be dead I by know, Christmas. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, yeah, I'm not... No, I'm I'm looking forward. I'm going to watch Spider-Man. I'm going to watch Dune. And I'm going to watch something else that I have not yet decided. Most probably Ghostbusters, the new Ghostbusters movie. And then we're going to have a giant Chinese uh, restaurant dinner alone. And everyone's going to go look at how sad that is, but they won't realize it's heaven. Okay. Well, on that note... <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm really sad for it. well ne- next christmas we should um you should come and no no but you you like what you you, you I, like that's what, what you I just mean. described See, that I, is this, your this, yeah you
0: yeah. tell me when you're sitting with your family members yes, and discussing who, I all whether hate. or not yeah i <laughs> yes, hate wi- them all yeah exactly and Resenting. discussing how you all feel about uh vaccine mandates yeah. Yeah. um you won't think about me and go, God damn, Sammy really had a point there.
1: Well, maybe I'll come <laughs> and join you and ruin your Christmas.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're always welcome, Charles.
1: <laughs> Sammy Shah, thank you so much for such a great year of corresponding. From We've been through the low lights and the yeah. even lower lights. It's just been wonderful. Indeed, we have. And you'll come back next year, won't you?
0: Absolutely. I'm looking yep. forward to it and I cannot wait. Thank you yep. so much, Charles. Thanks, Jace, team.
1: And uh, our gear is from Rode Microphone. We're part of the ACAST Creator Network. Do you have any final thoughts for the year or should we just sort of go out?
0: Um, don't watch Alan Jones' podcast at all, for especially not every episode back-to-back. It does something to your brain and you end up becoming an optimist for some reason because you've stared at the darkest hole humanity has to offer.
1: It's a good, wise tip from
0: Sam. It's a good way, yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas, one and all. <laughs> See ya. Bye.